Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everyone. Oh my gosh, I put myself down and then I brought myself back up and I don't even know where I am today, but hey, guess what? We're back. Okay, guys, we're back to recap Real Housewives of New Jersey, part two of the reunion, which was really so confusing to me only because of all of the information that recently came out. Now, Lisa Randall posted this in the live chat, which I wanted to bring this up really quick, but she said, Adam Louis passed in New York with a mental disorder placed in psych wards many times. Bravo can't access his records due to the HIPAA laws. Well, there are text messages that have surfaced, but before we get into all of this, make sure you rate last night's episode 1 to 10, 10 being the highest. And without further ado, let's welcome Ricky Cornish. Hello. What's up, girl? How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm just trying to get my shit together over here with over 300 people in the room. Tell me about it. I am definitely feeling those hump day vibes right now. Like, I am trying to get through this week. It is not easy. And Jersey, on top of it, I'm like, girl, I'm just trying to stay alive right now. (laughs) You're a little tan, Ricky. What's going on? I'm tan. Little sick because, listen, I just went to Miami this past weekend, went to a super gay wedding, which was so much fun. But, of course, a lot of shenanigans ensued, a lot of partying was going on. And I've been literally traveling, like, the past five weeks. I'm not even kidding. Like, every weekend has been something different for work or personal or whatever. Um, So now I'm finally back home, and I'm just trying to catch my breath. Because it's also Pride Month, you know, and I work for a super gay company. So we're super busy right now as it is. So... Yes, at least I got a little bit of a tan, but everything else is falling apart. <laughs> All right, Ricky. Well, what would you rate last night's episode 1 to 10, 10 being the highest? Mm, probably like a 7 or an 8. Um, it was good. Obviously, still great TV. We love Jersey. Um, I was just, yeah, I would say I wasn't as like... Um, glued to the tv i guess i would say as like the first um part of the reunion i thought the first part was just a little bit stronger um but i thought the second episode was still good i'm looking forward to next week because i think we 
as we saw in this episode, a lot of it was like, well, Louie did this and Joe Gorga did this and Frank is talking about this. And so it's very obvious we need the men to get into that, to get into the fray to kind of make things make more sense. You know, This is what I said to you last time. And you're like, it's called the Real Housewives of New Jersey, not the Real House Husbands. But- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's the difference. Oh, okay. okay, so we're going into the re- third part of the reunion to talk about conflict amidst the group. Okay, that's one thing. I'm talking about those solo husband scenes that we see throughout the season like i'm saying that we could cut that out okay but when it comes to this like it's very obvious frank has a lot to say it's very obvious louie has a lot to say so in that aspect i understand why the husbands are needed but you know some some golf trips or whatever like girl we don't need that (laughs) okay all right so (laughs) Teresa believes that joe and melissa were in cahoots with the same person who put her and her ex-husband in jail now andy cohen said your husband your ex-husband is the one who's responsible for putting you in jail but Teresa said i no longer have my focus my set my sights set in on caroline manzo for calling the fbi now i think it was melissa and joe what are your thoughts um i don't know i think i've said it before i I, like Teresa. i get that you're upset and i get you're angry and there's a lot going on but the whole uh, blaming other people for the fbi you know blaming other people for going to jail like you gotta let it go jail was in the past we all know joe judice at the end of the day was the reason that all of this happened in the first place so Teresa, i get that you're upset and you're holding on to a lot of anger towards your sis towards uh, your sister-in-law and your brother but you got to let that go because that's just bringing up old wounds and like causing adding more grease to the fire. And that's not what we need right now. Adding more grease to the fire. You know, it was interesting also because Melissa brought up a text from Jacqueline Larita to Jackie Goldschneider about Teresa. And it said, I know I shouldn't care, but her arrogance voice in the fact that she gets away with too much after being a nasty asshole bothers me. She's a low life trash bucket. She's stupid but also very calculating. Even with her two facelifts, eye lift, nose job, shaved forehead, Botox fillers, and new boobs, she is still so ugly and thinks she is a goddess. LOL, no, I'm not bitter at all. LOL, every time I see something on her, it irritates me all over again, obviously. She's infamous for being a dumb, classless train wreck. She does not get it. Oof. Okay, but let's let's look at the bigger picture here. First off, why are Jackie and Jacqueline texting? What oh, are they texting about? It gets better because the full text thread came out. Wow. Oh, Jackie Goldschneider blew up Jacqueline Larita multiple times years ago to trash mm-hmm. Teresa prior to sharing crop text behind Jacqueline's back. Now, my guess is Jackie was trying to get as much information on Teresa as possible because she wrote to Jacqueline, Hi, honey, it's Jackie. Just wanted to make sure you have my cell number. Sometimes my manager reads my Instagram messages since he does my social media. He's friends with some of the other women, so I like to keep stuff private. Hope you're doing great. Wish you come back to Jersey and destroy that bitch with me. Sending you love. (laughs) We'll discuss more tomorrow. I'll text you and we'll figure out a time. She'll get her soon enough, but I'm sure. Jacqueline said, sorry, I had company all day. What's your tomorrow look like? I know it's getting late there. She said, no worries. I'll text you tomorrow when I know for sure my timing. It's the fucking worst. I constantly am standing alone with this group. Everyone is terrified of her. It's mind numbing how stupid she is, meaning Teresa. I completely agree. She's convinced that she's a movie star and can do whatever the fuck she wants. I personally think she's anti-Semitic, but I never said it out loud. She treats me like I don't belong anywhere near her group of friends. It's infuriating, and she takes all of her aggression out on me. 
No, but we agreed to move past it. I don't think she likes me. I don't think we'll ever be friends. It's just a nightmare being on the show when she tries to take you down. So if I can stay away from that, I will. And then Jacqueline Larita said, I hope she gets everything she deserves. And she said, she will, babe. This man is not her happily ever after. And when it happens, we will meet somewhere and pop a bottle. Oh my God. I mean, first of all, Jackie, I don't know who's shit in your Cheerios, but you are not a fan of Teresa. Okay, yeah, that's wild. Okay, but that text thread is from when? Isn't that from like 2021 or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's from 2021. So, okay, keep in mind, this was a couple years ago. So wasn't that around the same time that Jackie and Teresa were really going at it over the Evan rumor? So I wouldn't be surprised if that's why Jackie is so angry. Well, and I don't understand, too, because when Melissa brought up the fact that there were these text messages to completely dismantle, like, her whole point was, Teresa, you're talking about this woman who we haven't talked to in over a decade and using her as a point of reference when she's talking shit about you. Because people are so fixated on the fact that, like, on Twitter, people are like, well, Jackie spoke shit about Teresa, too. Well, Jackie is also, just like Lala said on the Vanderpump Rules reunion, she's not being your best friend, ho. Mm-hmm. like this yeah. is not the same situation she's never pretended like she liked Teresa. she's never acted that way she's always said since day one i don't know this bitch i don't trust this bitch i don't know if i like this bitch period no it's true yeah. it is true oh no you go you go no you said period i said dot that's all period dot no it's true and honestly i i just i don't know about you like i get that this is housewives and we love the drama and we love the nastiness but something about those texts like I just don't think I could really send something like that to somebody like to to be to pop a bottle when things don't work out in someone's marriage. I don't know, like something about that just seems so like wrong. But again, I do understand that Jackie was probably coming from a a place of hurt with everything that Teresa did with the Evan rumor. So I could see maybe that's why she was probably trying to come at it with so much ammo. But sometimes I think these shows can get a little dark and nasty. And I know I saw that on Twitter today. Actually, a lot of people were saying that last night's episode was really bad and people aren't really invested in it because it's it's going from like petty housewives drama to you know blackmail and private investigators and the kids are involved so i'm sure we'll get into that later but this show is it's pretty wild let's say that (laughs) it's pretty wild hillary miles said dolores sleep with one eye open that freaked me out yes i completely agree but you know one thing that also freaked me out from all of this guys and it's something that people are not really talking about too much right now because it just recently came out by the way thank you for the super chat um louis x vanessa riser did you see this i did yes okay so louis x vanessa riser has actually filed a restraining order against him because she's claiming right now at this point in time that louis even though he's in a relationship with Teresa and he's moved on he's married and she's moved on and she's with a guy that she really loves that louis is still having her followed She's claiming that she is a therapist, um, a narcissistic therapist, which is really actually so ironic that you right. are a therapist for people who are dealing with narcissists. Right. I don't know how the f- this one got past you, girl. And I don't even know if I would go to you now knowing what I know. But my point is, is there was a woman who was going to see her. And every time she would go see her, she used a fake name and she would talk to Vanessa and she would ask her like, So what happened with your marriage? Was he abusive? Do you miss him? Would you get married to him again? If he left his wife for you, would you go back with him? Asking all of these questions. And she was like, well, that's kind of odd. 
But then eventually she ended up finding out that the woman was not who she said she was. And she actually works for Bo Deedle. Yikes. You can't make this up, right? It feels like every week there's something new. Okay, unrelated. I know this is off topic, but I love his outfit in that photo. <laughs> and that photo with Teresa. This photo? I, yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but no, it seems so wild, Adam. Like every single week, it feels like there's something new that comes out about this guy. And like, it's getting just concerning. And I know I've kind of said this like a lot, like, no, in my opinion, I don't really think anyone wants Teresa like to be unhappy. No one should ever wish unhappiness on somebody. Like that's just not right. We all want to see Teresa happy after everything that she's gone through. We want to see a man really take care of her. And it definitely seems like he's doing that with her. And she seems super happy. If you see her kids' TikToks with him, they seem like they're having the best time with Louie. And that's all awesome. But at the same time, when all these different stories keep coming out every single week and there's restraining orders and private investigators and like, this is like some crazy stuff. This is not just like, oh, he had a bad relationship in the past or something. I mean, we are getting into like criminal activity. I mean, this is like wild. Um, so it, it's so hard to put all, put all the pieces together, only knowing just a tidbit of information. I just really hope, you know, it feels like there's so many red flags at this point. I just don't even know what to say at this point. I just really hope Louis doesn't do anything crazy. Like, that's all I can hope for, you know? Uh, you're muted, or I think maybe or is it me because I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, now I can. Okay. I said, honestly, I feel like at this point with him, I think that there are so many red flags and that things are going to continue to keep coming out, especially with Frank Jr. coming forward and saying what happened with the business. There are so many red flags, but we're going to get back to that in a minute. Um, I also wanted to point out the fact that Andy Cohen is calling out Jennifer Aiden's hypocrisy when she's making fun of Rachel Fuda's nose job. And <laughs> How the hell do you make fun of somebody's nose job and then reach out to their doctor to fix your very own same nose? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, not only that, Adam, I don't know about you, but I think it's, I mean, I don't think I'm saying anything out of turn here, but it definitely seems obvious to me that Andy does not like Jennifer Aiden. I don't know if anybody in the comment section would agree with this. I also want to say maybe she said that once, like in an interview that she knows that she's not Andy's favorite or something like that. I could be wrong, but I thought I read that somewhere and I thought it was even more obvious last night. The way he was talking over her, the way that like they were not really going anywhere when she was trying to tell her side of the story and stuff like i thought it was kind of obvious that andy wasn't fully here for jennifer like i'm not trying to come up with anything crazy this is just my observation um but yeah when it comes to the whole rachel and jennifer feud i think that feud is also very silly um i will say i think rachel is actually doing a phenomenal job at this reunion to be honest with you she barely has raised her voice she's done a great job of like having her composure and going toe-to-toe -to -toe with any woman that's tried her so far so uh, but yeah, I mean, a nose job feud, like, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. No, and also when Rachel announced that she did end up moving forward and she ad officially adopted Jaden, but she came out with this whole allegation that his biological mother was, because mind you, she's in prison. Right. The first interview that she ever did was with the U.S. Sun. And she's saying that the reason that she did interviews was because Louis found her contacted her, tracked her down, and gave her a platform. However, my question is, because we still have not seen her husband come out, when Andy said, how do you know that? She was like, well, he said at the finale that he hired a PI. So I'm like, is that the only reason you know that? Or do you actually have concrete evidence like Margaret Joseph's with the call log that he 
was the reason that your ex or now son's mother, biological mother, was contacted. Like, what merit do you have to stand behind that allegation? Right. And I think she also said that someone she knows very close to her also told her that he was the person who contacted her or something like that, which work. But at the same time, like, I don't think that's enough. Like, I don't know. Like, plus, I also I mean, I don't know. It seems like Louie has obviously done some questionable things. But I'm also curious why Louie would even want to do that, to be honest with you. I don't even think Teresa and Rachel really had any problems the whole season. I don't think they were besties. Like, I don't think they really vibed or like got along. But I don't think they necessarily like feuded or had any problems. So I don't even know why Louie would go after Rachel and her husband. But it seems like maybe he just got information on everybody, but I don't know. I would hope to think it's a stretch. Why Louie would go, I think we're going to get more information next week. I think we saw it in the teaser that Rachel's husband was like, I don't understand why my son's mother was contacted. You know, why is that even a conversation? So I think we'll probably get more information on that next week because that really doesn't add up. Even when Louie's like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, you do. I was like, oh, well, he's saying that with a little bit of conviction. So maybe. I mean, you never know. But Teresa also called out Melissa saying when they were in Ireland that she wanted to drunk text her ex. And that was a comment that came up. And Melissa was obviously like, this was a comment. First of all, if I wanted to drunk text my ex, I'm not going to say it in front of you. So this was a comment that was in passing. It was a joke. It wasn't that big of a deal. But I look at it from two different perspectives. I look at it like one, Melissa, you should have known better because, you know, her ass does not like you. She does not like you. So anything that you say can and will be used against you in the court of housewives, okay? And then over here, it's like, even if she did like you, her brother is gonna take priority. Why would you even make that comment to begin with? But I get you were drunk. So at the end of the day, I feel like just like most of the storylines for this season, like Rachel and Danielle or Rachel and Jennifer Aiden, I feel like we're beating a dead horse and this is not that big of a deal. I agree. I think it's kind of a bummer that we're focusing on so many little things that happen throughout the season at this reunion when there's clearly some big issues that need to be talked about. Like, I also think about, like, there's some storylines they had no problem moving past. Like, you know, Dolores and Jennifer Aiden had an explosive premiere. I mean, they were literally screaming at each other. Jennifer left the party. Notice they haven't brought that up. I think they did very, very briefly, but it was moved along. So, okay, if we're willing to move past certain storylines throughout the season to make up for, you know, other things that are going on, I think we can move past these petty little things that happen throughout the season. Like, I'm just really looking forward to getting to the nitty gritty here. It is very obvious that Louie is a sort of contention. Like, there's a lot of problems with Joe and, and Teresa. Like, let's get to that. Like, let's not focus on these silly little things that have happened throughout the season because they really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. What we really want to know are the big problems that are currently brewing in real time. Yeah. Miriam Gutierrez said Louie's ex-girlfriend, Vanessa's ex-husband, has a restraining order against her. He put the restraining order for harassing him and his family, stalking him and other stuff. So it sounds like Louie's ex-girlfriend, Vanessa, has an ex-husband who also has a restraining order. So this just might be something that's running in the family. I am not sure. All right. Well, moving on, Andy also asked Margaret where she gets all of her information on everyone, and she swears she does not have any. Um, She went on to explain about her fallout with Laura and what went wrong. And when she was explaining this, I've said this so many times because so many people want me to change my mindset on Margaret Josephs because of the fallout with Laura. And so many people want me to have Laura on. 
I have a good relationship with Margaret. I feel this. Margaret is on the show. Laura is not on the show. Margaret tried to get Laura on the show for two seasons in a row, and Laura could not obviously perform to the degree that they wanted in order to make it on the show. So then you become very trifling in the way that you operate, and you try to bury the woman who tried to get you on the show who's been your best friend for years. I don't trust her. I don't like her already. I think that she's a snake. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where I listen, I I don't want to say I've defended Laura, but I think I've given Laura her flowers. Like I've straight up said, like, Laura, I'm so sorry you were not offered a spot on the show because you carried this season. And that's just the facts. All of the problems that kind of arose this season came from what Laura was saying. Yeah. So, you know, that's just facts. Um, but at the same time, I agree with you, Adam, like Laura is not on the show. So it doesn't really feel appropriate to do an interview with her. Um, it only feels like appropriate to do an interview with people who are actually on the show and that we're watching on the screen, you know? Well, right. And then also for Jennifer to sit there and try to defend it and Teresa and they're like, well, she was trying to get on the show. Margaret was like, yeah, obviously, I'm not saying that she wasn't trying to get on the show. I'm saying she was trying to get on the show. I was trying to help her. And at the moment that she realized she couldn't get on the show as my friend, she went against me and tried to get on the show as my enemy, which do I believe that people will do really shitty things in moments like this to be on a TV show? Yeah, I saw this around Vanderpump Rules. Like everybody was friends in between seasons. We were all friends. Everybody got along great. The minute that production started coming around again, it was cunty, catty. It was vicious. And it was just like, F you, F you, F you get out of my way. Like, that's how it was, though, because everyone wanted camera time. It just, it, it's how it happened. I know, it's sad. Well, we even just saw with the Jackie text. Like, here she is texting Jacqueline, trying to get all this dirt on Teresa, like, to keep that interesting for the show. So this is unfortunately what these women do. I don't think, I don't think Margaret is honestly any worse than, like, any other housewife that's out there. Like, Y'all remember like Phaedra Parks on Atlanta? Like she would call everybody to get information on the women. Lisa Vanderpump would create storylines in real time. Like these women work. Like they know how to make a show and I love it. I don't think there's anything wrong with the housewife who wants to do some work. And Margaret is definitely that person on this show. Like she wants to keep the show interesting. She wants to do the work to make things, you know, watchable essentially. Um, so I don't think you can necessarily blame them for that. I don't think they're doing anything like super crazy to be honest, but who knows? I have no idea what it's like to be on a Bravo show. So I could be very wrong. Um, but I don't think they're necessarily doing anything by just trying to come up with some ideas for what might make the show interesting. But I also think too, like Kristen Doty recently came out and talked about Miami girl showing up for Vanderpump Rules season three. And then also you have Margaret talking about this friend, Laura. I think that Bravo is always going to protect their main cast members. So if Bravo contacts you and you might have a lead on a main cast member where you might be a part of the story, they're going to one, sell it to you like, oh my God, you're so important. We need you to do this, this, and this. And oh, who knows what can come out of it. And two, they're definitely going to bury your ass because you are nothing but collateral. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, kind of, I remember, I think Nini said that once. Like she said that about like Yovana back in the day on Atlanta, like how Bravo just straight up used her and didn't really give her like the proper time or, or anything like that. So, I mean, I'm not trying to dog Bravo. Love uh, Y'all know I love Bravo, but I think it's very obvious. Like you have to remember you're watching a TV show. Like these yeah. producers are trying to come up with stuff that people are going to want to watch. These women 
are coming up with things that they think people are want to watch. And you can't blame them for that. They're li- that's literally their job. So you got to you got to do what you got to do. I think where people are kind of getting confused is that like Margaret's over here coming up with like just hearing things around town, hearing things that could be interesting for the show or whatever. Whereas Louie is potentially allegedly hiring like a private investigator to get right. like personal information like on people. I think that's a very different, you know, set of circumstances. Yeah, no, I agree. What were your thoughts about Danielle and this whole thing coming up where Andy Cohen points out that Jennifer Aiden and Teresa knew about the Laura rumor first and they brought it to Danielle. But Andy calls out Jennifer Aiden at the reunion because he's like, wait a minute. I heard that you told Melissa about this way, way, way before ever filming. And she's like, well, we did. We had a conversation. And he's like, well, if you did, then why did you pass it off to Danielle and make it seem like you were so shocked and like, oh my God, don't tell her, don't tell her. Like, why was it such a big deal? And she kind of broke the fourth wall in this moment. And she's like, well, because we were in it. We were in the scene. We were in the... And he's like, okay, well... It's not really how that works. In this moment, Danielle asked Teresa and Jennifer, she said, did you guys set me up? And they're like, no, of course we didn't set you up. And she's like, I don't believe they set me up. But then cue her ass back to her dressing room where she talks to her husband and she's like, they fucking set me up. What were your thoughts? Was Danielle a pawn? Oof, this is this is rough, right? Okay, so here's the thing, y'all. I love my Jennifer Aiden down. I think she's a great housewife and everything, but I'm gonna be real right now. Miss Thing did not do a very good job orchestrating this storyline and making it happen. Okay, like I think it was what a few episodes ago, Adam, we were talking about how like you know, Jennifer was obviously very upset that Margaret brought up Bill's affair, you know, last season, cut to this season. Now Jennifer's the one bringing up Melissa potentially cheating on Joe. So it was kind of like, okay, Jennifer, like, you know, you say that you feel bad and it was done to you. You don't want to do that. But that, yeah, you still kind of did it by bringing up this rumor. Um, And now to find out that like you you had already talked to Melissa about it beforehand, like the group already kind of knew about it and you still brought it to the show. You still brought it to the show. And you brought it to in a way that you told Danielle, the newbie, the girl who doesn't know what she's doing, you told it to her so she would bring it to the show. Like, it just looks really messy. It just looks like you really kind of dropped the ball on this storyline. And I got to be honest with you, I felt bad for Danielle. I think in that moment when she was on the couch and, you know, you have uh, Rachel, Margaret, and Melissa, like, looking right at her and saying, you were manipulated. Like, they did this to you. Like, I think Danielle was kind of shocked. So I think I understood why in that moment she was like, I don't think I, I was played. Like, I don't think so. But I think I think she was just kind of like shocked. And then, yeah, it makes sense. Then immediately you cut to her in her dressing room and she's like, they played me. They played me like, oh, my gosh. I don't know. Um, I felt really bad for Danielle. I do think they kind of played her a little bit. Like, I think if anything, it was very much a moment that they took advantage of the cameras and they knew it would make it interesting. They knew it would make it to the show. Um but girl, if you already talked to Melissa about it ahead of time, if the group already if the group already had kind of gotten past this rumor in a way, like just bringing it to the show afterward is just messy, messy, messy. It's so messy. And she's like, I didn't want to hurt Melissa, especially because Melissa didn't have a hand in hurting me with my whole thing with Bill and all of this. But that's exactly what you did. And Danielle, I think in that moment, she looked across and she was like, 
wow, like Rachel and I could have been good friends. Yes. Margaret, like we could have been good friends. Melissa invited me into her home, but I chose Teresa and Jennifer over here. Did I make the wrong decision? You can tell she's thinking about it. Like, and Dolores is like, girl, bitch, you got played. You got real played. She's looking at her like, good luck. And also, Melissa, good luck to you when Jacqueline Larita comes after you. But Danielle, good luck to you. You got played. It was unfortunate. And, and you know, I, some fans were posting last night, like, but Danielle and her husband are still hanging out with Teresa and uh, Jennifer. I think they went to Bill's birthday party or something like that. So clearly there must not have been some issue or some fallout. Like they're all still hanging out in some regards. So I guess it's not that big of a deal, but um, I think Danielle was probably embarrassed. I think that's the word. I think she was sitting there and I think Danielle knows she maybe didn't have the best first season. Um, I think she was trying to find her footing then to end up, realizing that she might have even been played by some of the veterans the whole season like it's i think she felt a little embarrassed which is understandable she felt embarrassed i agree with that hillary miles said teresa laughed during the video chat pay attention please (laughs) teresa was playing chess okay checkers okay (laughs) i mean listen i don't disagree with you but let's keep it going melissa and teresa started arguing again and andy is getting pissed but Margaret and Jennifer Aiden also go at it again. And Jen says that she has old lady energy. Jen (laughs) said that she is the happiest that she's ever been with Bill. But she said, listen, Andy, you have big dick energy. And Margaret, you have old lady energy. Not like in a numerical sense, but you have old lady energy because you are sitting here saying I'm a disheveled drug addict and I'm just smoking my marijuana, minding my own business, and you are being a mean old bitch. (laughs) That's pretty much what she said. Very, very much so. You really summarized that whole segment very well. I got to tell you, at this point, I was just giggling. I mean, I was just sitting there laughing. Like, I really wasn't taking any, <laughs> taking any of this back and forth. You have Andy screaming. You have Jennifer yelling. Like, I was just sitting there laughing during this part because there really wasn't much substance to this whatsoever. Like, they were just clearly all going back and forth. You could tell at this point of the reunion, the day had been long. do they have have lunch yet at this point like i don't know because you can tell i think they were all kind of starting to get over it so i think that's why it's good that the husbands are going to come in and freshen it up because they think the ladies are pretty exhausted which is understandable they've been filming all day and andy clearly was exhausted (laughs) yeah andy was done and andy was so much done so to the fact that he walked in and he asked louie are you going to be okay and louie was like yeah man i'm going to be fine and he's like i really I cannot throw myself in between you guys. Like, I'm not getting hit. So please stay on your couch. And Louis was like, oh my God, man. Thank you for checking up on me. I appreciate it. Nothing like that is going to happen. And I'm thinking, yeah, maybe on your end, Joe Gorga's waiting to deck your ass in the face. And so is Frank. It looks like Frank has something to say too. Frank's coming into this reunion with a lot to say. With those new shiny teeth. He's got a lot to say. <laughs> Lots to say. Louie with his shirt off. I did wonder that too. Like Louie was walking around like the cock of the walk with his little shirt off. And I was wondering, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, because Teresa's the number one guy in this group. You think you're the number one girl in this group. Okay. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know, to be honest with you, I am a chronic shirtless person. I'm always naked, basically. So the uh, the only mindset I had in that moment was he's getting ready. Like he's getting changed. Like he's putting on his suit you know, to go out, like he's getting out of his normal clothes to get in his suit. That's the only thing that I was like thinking of, but 
who knows? Maybe he was just feeling himself in that moment. I have no idea. What did you think when Margaret brought up the threats of Louis allegedly calling her son and threatening him and saying, I'm the only person that you need to worry about? But not only did she bring this up, she also brought up the receipts of the phone log and the calls coming from Louis himself. Right. Okay, so this is what I'm talking about. You know, when I was saying earlier, like, can we cut out this... Um, what is this nice comment? <laughs> Ricky is fair and a neutral person talking facts. I only come to this channel to listen about the recap because of Ricky. Yes, Danielle, oh, still partying with Teresa Judice and Jennifer Aiden, still friends. She was set up for sure. You are the nicest person, Miriam. Thank you so much. And Adam, I'm still waiting for you to Venmo me from last week. What are you oh, doing? I'm going to be, guys, I'm going to owe him like, it's going to be like a tab. It's going to be a fucking tab. It's going to be great. <laughs> Well, Miriam, thank you for saying that. I really do appreciate that. But going back to what I was saying, you know, this is what I'm talking about here. Like earlier in the episode when we're hearing the nonsensical, like petty stuff, like this is the crux of what I want to, I want them to talk about because here's the thing, like, yes, Housewives is petty and it's fun and it's all, it's all good. But at the same time, you know, these are real issues. Like I know for me, if I was Margaret, and if my son was being contacted and like being threatened or whatever, I don't know about you, Adam. Actually, I would love to get your hot take. I know for me, I don't think it's really worth being on a reality show. If my child, who's not even on the show, we've never even seen Margaret's son, I don't think, or if we yeah. have, it wasn't much. Um, someone who's not even on the show, who's in my family is getting threatened. Like for me, it gets to a point where, okay, is this reality show life even worth it for me? Because it's one thing if I get some hate on social media or whatever. If my child is literally getting threatened at work, you know, like this is like, in my opinion, like way too far. So even though I hate that, like the show, you know, that they have to bring it up on the show to like talk about it. I do think they should because in no way is that okay. Like this show is literally just meant for entertainment. It's silly. It's fun. No one should be getting threatened. So I am very interested to see how they're going to conduct this segment, especially when Louis comes out, because that's some real stuff that they need to get past, you know? Well, if in fact, too, he was actually calling Margaret's son and threatening him, I think that that should be an investigation and you should have to, you can't just call people's work and threaten them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just because you're on a show and you don't like their mother, you can't call and be like, fuck with me or my family again and i'm gonna bury your ass it's like that's that can't happen no at all it's no. not that you're not on mob wives no no you know what i mean well and here's my thing i don't really know okay let's let's look at last season right louis comes on to the show margaret brings up you know these articles that have been out there about the crazy things louis had done with his ex-girlfriends and all of that okay like i don't necessarily think that's anything like crazy like i don't think that was anything that was like reputation well i mean i don't know i mean i guess it was because he did lose his job over that but i mean also he was getting on the no. show like he knows what he's doing i don't know i just don't really understand why the hate like it's gotten this far especially between margaret and Teresa, and especially because we saw margaret and Teresa make up at the beginning of the season and i don't really recall them arguing throughout the season over anything um, so to see that now, like things have gotten this personal, I mean, you saw at this reunion, Margaret was not holding back. I think no. last season we saw a shift this from reunion to reunion. I think last reunion we saw Margaret felt, she felt bad about bringing stuff up about Louis's past. She felt bad that it wasn't received well and that it came across as her being like, you know, malicious or whatever. 
this reunion, you can tell she does not care anymore. She's fed up with Teresa. She hates Louie. And she had no problem saying some really nasty stuff to Teresa. So I was going to bring this up earlier, but you know how we've been talking about how they're on pause right now and it's because of Melissa and Teresa and Joe. I would add Margaret in there too. I think it's obvious Margaret doesn't want to film with Teresa or she doesn't want to film with Louie at the very least. So I think it's safe to say this cast as a whole has some real deep legal problems that they need to work out before they can just start filming another season. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of legal issues that they have to work out. And I have heard that a lot of the cast does not want to film with Louie. So, yeah. I mean, for somebody who does not have your hands in the mix, Ricky, you might be onto something. Maybe that's why Miriam likes your ass so much. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Adam and Jason, even when I disagree about your love for Marge, I still love you and enjoy your channel. Thank you, Miriam. Hopefully you're at BravoCon because Ricky needs somebody who's going to be in his corner. <laughs> who's not in my corner? I think a lot of people understand what I'm saying. <laughs> That's true, Ricky. That's true. <laughs> the people love you, Ricky. Okay. All right. With that, Ricky, what are we looking forward to most going into next week's episode with almost 1,500 in the room? Wow. I would definitely say going into next week, I'm super excited that the men are coming out because that's where the real root of the issue is. You know what I mean? Yeah, Teresa and Melissa don't like each other. But as we kind of seen throughout this reunion, they're kind of just throwing random stuff at each other. The real issue is obviously between Joe and Teresa, the siblings. We need them to come face to face and try and get to the bottom of whatever their issues. We haven't even brought up Pizzagate yet at this reunion. We haven't brought up a lot of things. We haven't brought up the things that Joe has said about Teresa's kids on their podcast that much. Like, I think Joe calls Gia at some point during the reunion, or Andy does. So we haven't even seen any of that yet. So I think it's very obvious that we need the men to come out, not only to resolve the Joe and Teresa drama, even though I doubt there is any resolution. Um, but we also need Louie to come out because obviously a lot of these women and men are very upset with the way Louie's been acting. So we need Louie to sit in the hot seat. And, you know, I'm interested to hear what you have to say, Adam, because for some reason, Frank is there and he's mad. Like, <laughs> Frank has a lot to say. Now, I do get that his son has kind of had some issues, I guess, with Louie. Like, the company shut down. Frank didn't hear Frank Jr. Frankie didn't hear about it from Louie. But did you see online that like someone DM'd Frankie and said, Hey, it's like this true. Like what happened with Louie and Frankie responded saying, no, it was a great experience. I have nothing but good things to say about it. I just moved on. So what's the truth? Like, I think there's a lot of things we don't know. I think that Louie, first of all, I think that Frank Jr. would never say anything negative publicly anyways, because I think that he's cut from Dolores's cloth a little bit. And even when Joe was trying to throw that whole thing under the bus, Dolores was like, Joe, leave it alone. So I think that Frankie Jr., even if there was a situation that happened, I don't think he would share too much about it. But I think this also contributes to the red flags that make up Louie. It's like restraining order, businesses, this telemarketing business that you can't explain that sounds very reminiscent of Jen Shaw. But then now you're starting another company with your son who just dropped out of college because you guys want to help other fathers and sons work on their relationships. Like there are a lot of red flags and you have a business that you hire one of your wife's co-stars kids like to work for the company. And then all of a sudden they go to show up on a casual Monday and the business is shut down. Like it's not normal. These things are not normal. And if it is normal because businesses do shut down, then nine times out of 10, you have a really fucking good answer as to why the business shut down. Like it's not just 
oh, okay, well, let's move on, guys. We're not going to talk about this. Sweep it under the rug. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> Question for you, Adam. Let's say Mar- Let's say it's you and Jason, right? And Jason's doing a lot of shady stuff that Louie's known for. And let's say you're sitting in Teresa's spot and some of that. It's me. I'm sitting across the couch. <clears throat> and I'm like, listen, Adam, Jason called my son and threatened threatened him. And obviously you'd be gagged. You'd be like, what? But then I show this receipt and it's Jason's phone number. And he called, like, what even goes through your head? Like, it was obvious Teresa was, like, super shocked in that moment. But I know for me, if someone showed me that kind of a receipt and my, per- like, husband, my partner's, like, number was there, I would be freaked out. So, like, how would you, like, respond in that situation? Well... It made me almost think that she knew about it because when she's like, you know, we've all been getting weird calls. Oh my God, look, it shows that Margaret just called me twice. Like it happens to be while she's sitting there on the couch. Like, I don't know if this is just a housewives thing, but this is not going on like nationwide where we're all, all of a sudden getting random phone calls from people in our contacts. Unless I'm just missing something, I'm not getting random phone calls from contacts where it's like, oh my God, it's like somebody hacked my mom's phone and called me and I thought it was my mom. But guess what? It's Chuck from Illinois. You know what I mean? Like that just hasn't been happening. So when that happened, all of a sudden on the spot, I agreed with Rachel Fuda when she was like, well, of course, because Louis is in the background. And Margaret was like, yeah, Louis in the back watching this. Of course, you're getting phone calls from me right now. Um, If I were in Teresa's position, I would be looking at this with total red flags but I would be protecting Jason with everything until I heard his side. And in this moment of being blindsided with this information, it would not be the time for me to hear from Jason. I would just be with blinders on defending, 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 waiting till I got off of the reunion floor to ask the questions and hope that I wasn't going to look like an asshole. Yes, exactly. I completely agree with you. I would do the exact same thing. And I hope Teresa's having those conversations with Louie. Like, I hope she's not giving, I mean, I get that's her husband and she loves him so much and I love that for her. But at the same time, I hope she's just not giving him too much of a benefit of a doubt because I do think these women have brought up some reasonable concerns. Like, I think if a lot of these things were happening to any of us, we would be concerned as well. So I hope that Teresa is just having some really productive conversations with Louie behind the scenes and they're figuring out things in real time because... You know, you just don't want to believe even half of these things that are being accused and being thrown Louis' way. So I just hope everything ends up being okay. That's all we can manifest. Aye, aye, aye. All right, guys. Well, from Ricky's mouth to Bravo's ears. Now, is that going to happen? We don't know. But what we do know is we want more Ricky Cornish. So where can we find him? Well, he's going to tell you right now. Yes, you can follow me on all the platforms at Ricky Cornish. I mainly use uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I finally got a link tree going, and I'm so grateful. That took me 10 years, but I finally got it. So you can also click on that and see my articles for Out Magazine, Pride.com, some of my celebrity interviews. It's all right there. Um, so yeah, feel free to look me up and check me out. Look, guys, I can just share all of the tabs. Exactly. It's How like fun. I know. Shout out to Linktree. You're making my life a lot easier. (laughs) See, look at this. All right, guys. Well, make sure to go check out Ricky. And if you can't find him just by looking at this and you're like, oh, no, well, I still can't find his handle. That's right here with the blue verified check mark. Well, you can go to the description of this video. Ricky, as always, we appreciate the hell out of you. I am so thankful you had me. Thank you so much. And thank you, Miriam. I am going to be bullying Adam after this so that he finally Venmo's me because this is just disrespectful. (laughs) It's disrespectful as I will be buying him a shit ton of cannolis. 
All right, guys, and also don't forget that we are going live for the Vanderpump Rules after party tonight at 10.45 p.m. Eastern after Tamara and Lala's Watch What Happens live appearance. So we will see you guys in just a little bit. Love you guys. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.